0: No, you I think it's disgusting. It tastes like drool. Like, mmm. It's not that bad. A bottle full of spit. Delicious. It's not that bad at all. Well. No, nah, I fear you, though.
1: I'm a bougie yeah. bitch now. Yeah, you've though. been drinking sparkling water for a minute now. Years. Mm-hmm.
0: Years. Four years, probably.
1: I know I couldn't use, I mean, I used to couldn't do sparkling water. Now, Me neither.
0: I thought it tasted like an yeah. asshole.
1: And yeah, now, it's, as long as it's piping cold or it's a good flavor, I'm good.
0: Mmm, I don't like it piping cold. Mm. I like it room temperature.
1: Like piping hot, piping cold. Where do they get the term piping hot from, anyway?
0: Well, you see, back mm-hmm. in the, I have no idea. <laughs> the term piping hot. Funny, Hello everybody, welcome to another mm. episode of Bumblebutt Podcast X. X, 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 X. Today, my name is Adam. A-Bomb. Herschel. H-Bomb. And also, we didn't have an episode last week, old daddy Pawlenty, John Pawlenty, as mm. you may know him, uh, he had his bladder removed oh. just today. They went in, they took out his bladder, and now one of his I intestines it, is on the outside of his body folded back it kind of looks like a little butthole and that's going to be his bladder now it'll be connected to a bag where the pee will be
1: bro i'm over here looking like a a
0: dying you are looking like a marionette yeah i can't i can't listen controlled by michael j fox it's cringy yeah well that's how it works it's called Uh, a stoma i know man It's it's like a stomach butthole so that's his life now He's at the Mayo Clinic, which is not a nice hospital, right? It is. And they uh, send text message updates. They're like, patient is doing well, still in the operating room. Mm-hmm. They should, like, add an emoji on there or something. <laughs> make it a little more fun. <laughs> I don't think nobody
1: would. Because <laughs> what if something go wrong yeah. and they still send Did you put, like, like,
0: the x eyes? on <laughs> <it>? <laughs> Yeah, Like, come on.
1: This is inappropriate. <laughs> R.I.P. Tombstone. <laughs> Man,
0: dude. That'll be fucked up. So, Pops... They, uh, based on the lymph nodes that they checked around the area, mm-hmm. he is cancer free. Yay. The bladder is gone. And so he should be home five to seven days from now. hmm They got to make sure that everything's going all right mm-hmm. since they had to reroute a few things down mm-hmm. there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They want to make sure you're doing good in an environment where they can say, whoops, yeah. let's get right get, back in there. get
1: all kinds of shit from there, like staph infection. And- Hell Yeah. Yeah, they gotta monitor that.
0: Sepsis? What mm. happens if they hook the poop pipe, poop mm-hmm. pipe up mm-hmm. wrong? Now now he's got poop going into his mm. other organs? That would be not How good. common is this? Uh... It seems to be at Mayo Clinic, man. It's like going to get your oil changed. Hmm. But I think that might just be because it's the Mayo Clinic. Mm-hmm. And Did- like sheiks from Dubai go there and shit. Okay. And George Clooney. <laughs> George fucking <laughs> Clooney. I think it's like common enough where they've got all the variables covered. Well, Herschel, today's shitbird, his name is Randy Kraft. He was born in Long Beach, California on March 19th, 1945. Kraft was the fourth child and only son to parents who'd recently moved on down from Wyoming. Mm. Even as a little baby, Kraft was accident prone, breaking his collarbone on the driveway at just one year old. Damn. At two He tumbled down a flight of stairs, knocked himself out, and concussed himself severely. At two?
1: Where the fuck was his parents at? I mean, shit does happen. Let me shut up.
0: Here's the thing. Childhood trauma, head trauma, I Mm -hmm. mean, huge precursor to serial killers. Hmm. So if this guy's knocking his head around at that young of an age, Mm -hmm. there might be something loose with his screws. Mm -hmm. But yes, where were his parents? Yeah. But shit does happen, though.
1: Kids get into shit.
0: And it was 1945, but still.
1: No, This too... Breaking w- his collarbone and then concussed So, Yeah, like, parents, where you at, bro? That's back-to-back. Back, yeah. Dude.
0: That's a year after each other. Oh,
1: yeah, bro. What a parents, bro. In
0: 1948, the Kraft family moved to the uppity, ultra-conservative Orange County. Mm. Randy loved it and fit right in with all the heartless snobs and wasps that <laughs> lived there. A high school friend describes Randy's political stance as somewhere to the right of Attila the Hun. Randy was an ace saxophone player in the high school band Mm -hmm. and graduated with honors in June of 1963. Mm -hmm. He moved to Pomona, California that fall with a tight group of Alex B. Keaton's to attend Claremont College. And that was in, um, you just said it. Pomona, Pomona, California. I never heard
1: of Pomona before. There's a
0: speedway there.
1: (laughs) <laughs> that's it <laughs> i don't know there's a, there's a i've never been there and when you say speed were you talk about the gas station or actually a racing a racing okay cool that I, I was definitely like it's a speedway that's yeah. a, that's the only thing that was there. Yeah. okay but just on. an essay no <laughs> you can get a super
0: mom's bakery <laughs> yeah, chocolate so chip cookie hot dog <laughs> a, and a tornado
1: ooh.
0: i did like the bacon and egg ones i'm not mm-hmm. gonna fuck around hmm Shortly after his enrollment at Claremont, Mm -hmm. Kraft joined up with the Reserve Officers Training Corps, or the ROTC, as it's more commonly referred to. They always trying to do that, ain't they? And regularly attended demonstrations in support of the Vietnam War. Mm. And, in 1964... He attended campaign rallies for Republican presidential hopeful Barry Goldwater. Mm. He would later declare these actions were merely a simulation of his parents' political views and not his own, describing his second year at Claremont as being when he abandoned the last gasp of his conservative ideology. Mm. The same year, Kraft entered his first known homosexual relationship. So... He was his views of his parents this is what he saying, The views of his parents made him
1: do the whole Vietnam thing as far as made the support him, of him exactly. and then the, the whole voting for the Republican party. Exactly.
0: It turned his this was just simply I just need to get a representation of, of his parents.
1: I just wanted to make sure
0: I fun. love it. But that's how this goes. These mm-hmm. these kids that come from like a weird bubble. They take They over. really just think they should do exactly as their parents do i mean it happens but him being gay fine well no i
1: was just where where we left off
0: we've covered a lot of these you know these stranglers these killers mm -hmm. they're they're usually repressed closeted homosexuals Mm -hmm. right they
1: just come out already
0: this one kind of this one breaks the mold a little bit in that regard Cool, let's do it just one year later, brought about a radical shift. Randy drifted hard to the left, grew out his hair and his mustache. Mm-hmm. He also began working part-time at the Garden Grove Gay Bar as a bartender. Okay. As Kraft was approaching graduation from college, news spread all over campus about his apparent love for rough bondage. Mm. That's fine. No judgment here. But according to Kraft's roommate at the time, he would disappear two or three times a week, mm. returning 24 hours or more later and always at the strangest hours. Mm. Between attending classes and disappearing, Randy would gobble Valium like Skittles in an attempt to combat chronic stomach pains and migraine headaches.
1: That sounds like that's the onset of damn stomach pain and the headaches.
0: I think that at some point when you're a Valium head, doesn't mm-hmm. it just become self-fulfilling? Just like when so you're a Vicodin head? It- you gotta take it, or else you will get the stomach mm-hmm. pains.
1: Mhm, mhm.
0: They need, they think they need it. The pharmaceutical companies have really hoodwinked everybody.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely, bro. They fucked us, but it's all a scam, bro.
0: It's all a scam
1: to get you to do something else. Just go fuck you over, so you could get this, so somebody else can get paid. It's sad if you dwell on it for too long. It's it's just sad, bro.
0: I saw a funny Instagram where a lady. Was talking about how much of a scam everything was. Mm-hmm. She was like, think about trash bags. You buy things to put in the trash. You're throwing money away. Mm-hmm. That's true. It would be a nightmare you think if you it throw was just loose garbage in the trash.
1: though. It would be. Maggots. It's just a sanitary
0: thing. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's definitely a sanitary thing. One time thing. I cleaned out the freezer. Mm-hmm. Didn't really think about it. I and mean, it was hot. And the it was like the day after garbage day. That was bad. Yeah, I had maggots for a a while, but I did bleach it right away. Yeah,
1: which is cool.
0: They don't like the bleach. Mm -mm. In 1966, Kraft moved off Claremont's campus, sharing an apartment with a pal in Huntington Beach. He spent most of his free time in gay bars and was arrested for trying to proposition an undercover policeman for sex. Oh, okay. Since it was his first offense, he was let go with a warning. Of course. That's what they do. Well your first offense. Yeah. They want to throw you back out and see what else you'll do. Yeah, the fuck Who's a non-violent one. Give you the rope to hang yourself. hmm
1: But still on his record, though, nonetheless. Mm-hmm.
0: Though. yeah At college, partying and poker kept him from graduating with the rest of his class in 1967. That'll do that. Kraft would have to repeat a statistics class and would get his bachelor's degree in economics eight months later. Hmm. Partying and poker. Sad road, man. It's worse for others, too. That Absolutely. gambling the
1: party, bro, you lose all your money and all you want to do is drink booze after that. Ooh, Ooh. It's a Bad combo. Mm. You just can't just go home after losing money. You got to drink the pain away. Especially if you lose your rent money or something
0: like that. That's rough. It is. It is fun, though. Losing it. <laughs> well, it's funny when you got it on the line.
1: Yeah, but hello, that take like
0: 20, 30 minutes to lose.
1: <laughs> That's
0: woo. Now, Mm -hmm. we enter 1968 Mm -hmm. and Kraft threw himself full force campaigning for Robert Kennedy all the way on the opposite side of Barry Goldwater. Mm. Maybe even more fervently than he had for Goldwater. Randy was presenting with a handwritten letter from Robert for his zealous efforts and that made it 20 times more crushing in June when RFK was assassinated.
1: Hmm. Fucking sad, assassinated. uh.
0: Those Kennedys. They just get clipped.
1: Motherfuckers just didn't like them? They or... used to say it was a Kennedy curse. Mm, uh yeah. The motherfuckers really hated you, motherfuckers.
0: That's, Who knows? It's a conspiracy. <laughs> just a few days after RFK's assassination, Kraft mm-hmm. joined the Air Force, scoring very high on his aptitude tests, passing his background checks, and being granted secret clearance. His first posting was Edwards Air Force Base, where he would rise to the position of supervisor, the painting of Hidden Test Planes. Well, that's pretty no, cool. I, mean, I
1: thought he was gonna become a paratrooper or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> recon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My bad. Nah, he's he's yeah. a maintenance. Pussy. Man. Yeah. He's what
0: we would be doing. Or
1: maybe I shouldn't say pussy because the Air Force. It's
0: what uh, I would be doing. I would I would love for that kind of uh, mission.
1: I mean, yeah, you wouldn't have to actually go into no real. That's right. I'll danger. paint. I'll paint all <laughs> the test planes in California if you want me to.
0: <laughs> that's fine. The Kraft family were absolutely floored when Randy officially came out of the closet as gay in 1969. Mm. He said his dad had some problems with it. His mom was more easily accepting, but his of dad course. was a uh, uh, problematic.
1: Your mama always gonna love you.
0: Always. Yeah. Mm, another group of people that were floored by Randy's confession were the Air Force, who discharged him for... "Quote unquote medical reasons." Oh, homosexuality. Now, that's right. I guess that's a medical reason. Mm-hmm, that's bogus. Kraft returned to the civilian nightlife, tending bar, dropping weight by only eating speed and drinking beer, and went balls deep into the gay nightlife mm-hmm. style.
1: Therefore, it's bogus, though, bro. That's fucked they, up. Because
0: they like he was painting rainbows on the plane. Exactly, right, He wasn't doing anything probably out of the ordinary. He just publicly said he prefers the company of men to women. And they said, get out of here.
1: I mean, I'm not homosexual, but sometimes I'd prefer the company of men and women too, sometimes. Because sometimes they can get a little, like, I can't watch sports with females.
0: It's a yin and a yang, right? Balance is the great thing of life.
1: I mean, don't get me wrong, I love my wife, dude, and I love to be around her. And you don't
0: want to kiss a dude. Nah, hell no, I don't want to kiss a dude. But that's just how it is. Different scenarios require different company. Yeah,
1: like, there's certain movies that I could watch with my homies that I might not be able to watch. There's certain shit that I could watch with my homies.
0: Your wife will never in a million years want to watch Rowdy Roddy Piper. No, bro. (laughs) In the movie They Live. No, bro. It'll never happen. Nah. That's That's why I'm here. I mean, you'll yeah, exactly, watch that. bro. Oh, yeah, exactly. Following the development of Sunset Beach in the late '60s, mm-hmm. gay people in the area centered around three bars: mm-hmm. Broom Hilda's, Stables, and Boys Shed, spelled buoy, like uh, you know, like a like a out on the water, uh-huh. a buoy. But I think there it's supposed to be Boys Shed, you know, because it's for, mm, for gay. Dudes. They was trying to hide it, sure. Like, but that's the best thing about gay bars, like. The White swallow, all right. Mm. Or, or the, I didn't uh, look at it. The like, manhole, I didn't look at right? it. Right, like that exactly. That's it's I fun. The like innuendos, him. you know what I mean? That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Those gay he people, said, they're pretty good stuff. They're pretty, they're pretty, uh, pretty crafty, pretty clever. Yeah. which we get my boy Craft. They craft. Ooh. crafty was crafty in a bad let way.
1: Me, let me rewind it. Not my boy Craft. <laughs> <but. laughs> Kraft.
0: Yeah. Mac and cheese.
1: <laughs> I wonder if is he, is he related to Robert Kraft. You on, know, the, it uh, is Patriots.
0: spelled the same, but I don't know. Mm-mm-mm. I'll find didn't, out for part two.
1: N- didn't he get caught up in a little... Um...
0: Sex yeah. ring? Mm-hmm. I can't remember the... I'm not going to say anything. Oh, yeah, because... He's pretty got pretty
1: sure a lot of Yeah, my fucking pups.
0: And I've never even talked to a lawyer before.
1: (laughs) we can go. We can move along. (laughs) Like I
0: know you do. (laughs) These bars acted as a conduit of sorts for those either heading from Laguna back home after beaching, you know, having a party, Mm -hmm. or those heading from L.A. to Laguna to escape the city. Mm -hmm. They were pit stops for Randy, and they were cogs in newly gay (laughs) social life.
1: It was cogs.
0: That's As we break on through to the 1970s, Randy's erratic behavior continued. His new roommate remembers the disappearing neck, just like his college roommate had, saying, Randy used to go away for a few days, then come back and lock himself in his room for a few more. Hmm. He'd go down by the Marine base, never saying much before leaving, just grumbling about going to find a Marine. Hmm. He had a bit of a fetish for boys in uniform, you could hmm. say. Another roommate remembers Kraft as anal retentive, uptight, and strict with himself. Other friends remember his volatile temper that would lead to a quote-unquote wig out every so often. Mm. He, would, he would blow his top from time to time, screaming, ranting, mm. raving, punching walls. Typical white boy behavior. Mm-hmm. Typical. Randy Kraft's first known victim in March 1970 was a 13-year-old runaway boy named Joseph Alwyn Fancher. Randy met the youngster at the Huntington Beach boardwalk, asking him for a cigarette and being obliged. Fancher was then lured in not only by the prospect of having a place to stay, this is great, but Kraft seducing him with the idea that a lady was awaiting at his apartment to take the boy's virginity. Hopping on Kraft's motorcycle, they headed up the PCH to Kraft's Enclave in Belmont Shore. Mm-hmm. PCH is Pacific Coast Highway.
1: Let's head up to P- let's head up to PCH.
0: That's a lot of people do. Mm. It seems like a nice scenic drive. Yeah. I know to locals mm. from the area, it's annoying. There's faster ways to go, but mm. for uh, like a tourist, it would be oh, it yeah. would be fun. Yeah.
1: see some see some
0: see the sights, yeah. see everything the West Coast has to offer because mm. that's where it runs. Mm-hmm. At Kraft's place, they started doing drugs and drinking. Then Kraft showed Joseph gay porn pictures until the boy was semi-conscious then disrobed and sodomized him. Joseph was able to resist just enough for Kraft to need to threaten his life if he didn't stop squirming. Mm. When Randy went to work, Fancher stumbled out of the apartment barefoot and right into a nearby bar. Patrons immediately called the ambulance. Doctors pumped Joseph's stomach, and very soon after, he led the cops back to Kraft's apartment in search of his shoes. And... Police used this opportunity to have a little look around. You bet. Fancher's sneakers were recovered, along with a shitload of drugs and 76 photos of Randy having sex with a wide assortment of men. Of course, this was all found without a warrant, so no arrest was made. Mm -hmm. No point. None of it would have held up.
1: Because it ain't like dude press charges against...
0: Here's the thing. He said nothing of this rape. And for 13 years, the file would be nothing more than that of a truant who voluntarily went home with a stranger that's it that's all they got out of this first victim boy would it have been nice if he would have disclosed that rape though yeah but who's going to bro who's going to he's a teen runaway that wants to have sex with a lady he's not going to he was he's going to lose his virginity and instead he did in the terror most awful terrifying way yeah he got
1: fucking raped
0: yes In 1971, Kraft got himself a job at the bottled water plant in Huntington Beach. Mm -hmm. On a work-ordered IQ test, he scored a 129, which is highly intelligent Mm -hmm. on the scale. He drove a forklift all day and gay-barred it up all night.
1: Oh, okay, that sounds like some uh, YMCA shit.
0: YMCA. Yeah. Village people? Yeah. Yeah, he would have the safety vest and the hard hat. Yeah. He would be up there going nuts.
1: Mm -hmm. And at night, we work hard, we play hard.
0: I was, well, geez, you know what? I was too old when GTA Vice City came out. I think I was 12, mm-hmm. right? But you can go into a nightclub and just, like, kill everyone. But there was the village people on stage. You know, there was a cop, there was mm-hmm. a fireman, there was mm-hmm. an Indian and a construction worker. I remember feeling really bad about that. About shooting the whole yeah. club? Up. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: because it was a, a, hetero, a heterosexual
0: club. I mean
1: homosexual. Yeah, exactly. Homosexuals. I was it like was a homosexual It was
0: before I really knew what like a hate crime was. But I was like I think this is not tasteful in any way. That's, that's grand
1: for <laughs> you. That's <laughs> the
0: exact They have never cared about taste. <laughs> no. Nah. While working at the factory, Kraft mm-hmm. briefly flirted with going back to college for an education degree with a focus on a teaching credential. Hmm. Thankfully, this pedo murderer rapist fell into his old traps that go along with his attempts at higher education, poker, and partying, and dropped out quickly. Thank you. Randy moved in near Long Beach with fellow student and soon-to-be live-in lover, Jeff Graves. Now, just because he had a boyfriend, though, that didn't mean he still didn't have an appetite. Mm -hmm. He kept cruising for Marines near the base.
1: Cruising for Marines. (laughs) He just cruising for So he just liked to pick up
0: Marines, and they I guess they was going. Yeah, he would, you know, he wanted to...
1: Because they looked, yeah.
0: He wanted to give them the business.
1: Because they looked strapping and shit, and...
0: Yeah, I don't know why fetishes happen.
1: I mean, I mean the Marines, they do train very well. So no,
0: they're they're good-looking kids yeah. usually. Yeah,
1: would...
0: I mean, not true.
1: <laughs> I—they. I'm just saying they they train and they come back muscly. I I'm guess
0: not That's what I'm to. saying. I'm not saying they're all good-looking kids. That would mm-hmm. be weird. But what I am saying is that they <laughs> they train them to have a certain body type and uh, to look damn good yeah. in the uniform. Yep.
1: Not the Air Force.
0: On October 5th, 1971, cops found a nude male decomposing beside Ortega Highway in southern Orange County. Mm. He was ID'd as 30-year-old Joseph Duquette, a gay bartender from Long Beach who'd been missing for two weeks. He worked at the stable. The coroner decided his date of death was around September 20th, Mm. but found no evidence of foul play, as putrefaction had destroyed it. His cause of death was listed as alcohol poisoning due to a high BAC. So he just died and croaked over. Yep, on the side of the highway, I guess. Hm. Duquette's clothing and personal effects were never recovered.
1: Then that's not a red flag. He must have got drunk <laughs> and went
0: Frank the Tank streaking through the quad or something. Alright, okay. Fuck off. Yeah. That sounds lazy to me.
1: It is like, but you know what? I give it to you. Okay, whatever.
0: Could happen. Yeah. Humans are stupid. Yeah. For and sure. we're vulnerable as well. For sure. To the elements, to mm-hmm. sickness, to mm-hmm. other humans, whatever. Mm-hmm. December 26, 1972. The body of 20 year old Marine Edward Daniel Moore was found beside the 405 in Seal Beach. He'd last been seen alive two days previous in his barracks. Passing motorist found his corpse at 1.45 a.m. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he'd been dumped from a moving vehicle. Mm-hmm. Edward had been strangled and bludgeoned. There were bite marks on his genitals. And one of his own socks had been shoved up his rectum.
1: But they got curfew, right? So it seemed like to me, he should have been reported missing. Maybe They gotta get some time. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, bro. You definitely get a weekend pass. Yeah. I've seen that in in mm-hmm. Band of Brothers. hmm So we don't have to come back. on your bayonet. Back. Yeah. How do you expect to slay the Huns with a rusty bayonet? Pass revoked. What a dick. I hated him. Someone's been blousing their trousers like a paratrooper. A fucking paratrooper. After Edward was discovered, there would be three John Does, the first of which, on February 6th, 1973, nude mail was found alongside the Terminal Island Freeway in the Wilmington District of L.A., Estimated to be aged between 17 and 25. He'd been strangled a day or two before being found. He was about 18 years old. He had a brown sock stuffed in his anus, and he'd never been ID'd to this day. April 22nd, 1973, the second John Doe was discovered in Huntington Beach. He was fully dressed except for his shoes and socks, and underneath his bloody pants, his genitals were missing. He had ligature marks around his wrists, and the coroner determined cause of death to be a toss-up between asphyxiation and blood loss. Hmm. On that same day, April 22nd, another John Doe was discovered, dismembered and scattered around in two different counties. The head was in Long Beach, the torso, right leg, and both arms in San Pedro, and the left leg in Sunset Beach. The victim's hands were never recovered.
1: Hmm. Now, I don't know how the distance between these cities, but still... For His shit to be found here, here, and here. That's crazy, bro. It's sick, yeah. Sick, <laughs> he's gonna jerk his body sick. Like, why, uh, why,
0: yeah, that is why you gotta chop him up, yeah, why, why dump it everywhere. And he's not dumping it in places where it won't be found. Like, if you chop up a body, the objective is not
1: to have it be found, but he's just dumping where they could be
0: found. It's not like castlevania 2 where Mm. they're trying to find all the parts of dracula to bring him back yeah this dude is a nutter on july 28th 1973 20 year old ron weeb disappeared while bar hopping in fullerton his corpse was found fully clothed but once again barefooted beside the 405 in seal beach weeb was killed by beatings and strangulation but was hung upside down for torture sometime before his death which included bites to the stomach and penis. One of the victim's socks was found in his rectum. Okay. 1973's last victim would be 23-year-old art student Vincent Cruz Mestas. I said Victor Cruz at first. Victor Cruz, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the, the Giants? No Giants wide receiver. Aw, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Aww, Victor. Vincent's body was pulled out of a ravine in the San Bernardino Mountains on December 29th. Mm. Just like Weeb, Vincent was clothed but barefoot with one of the socks in his butt. Cruz's face and head had actually shaven and his hands were missing with Ziploc bags covering the stumps. Mm. There was also an unidentifiable pencil-shaped object shoved up his penis prior to death. Ooh. Kraft here seemed to take a six-month break because his next victim wouldn't pop up until June 1st of 1974. Mm-hmm. 20-year-old Malcolm Little was found dead and propped up naked against a mesquite tree beside Highway 86 in Mm. Imperial County. Malcolm was an unemployed trucker who'd come to California from Alabama looking for work. Mm. His killer had left his body with its legs spread in order to emphasize the severed genitals, and a branch was shoved six inches up his rectum. Three weeks later, another Marine would fall victim. 18-year-old Roger Dickerson was last seen alive by friends in the Corps who were out drinking with him, Roger told his pals he'd found a ride up to L.A. for the weekend and left without telling anyone who the driver was.
1: Mm-hmm. Roger's
0: nude, sodomized, and strangled body was found dumped near a Laguna Beach golf course. There were bite marks on his penis, and his left nipple was almost bitten clean off.
1: I mean, you would think if you was a Marine, though, dog, you would be, like, more alert. I mean, I get it that they was drinking and they'd get you off your square a little bit, but...
0: He's 18.
1: <sighs> a Marine, though
0: good at following orders. It's hmm. kind of the whole point of them. Young, <laughs> Young. drunk. Drunk definitely gets you off your. Sleep. This nice guy was probably like, "Hey, I got a little Valium back for at the really? place. You want to you want to you want to get crazy?" You yep. Some, you got some house. Like we probably drank together at the bar, now they trusted each other. You yeah, know, that that uh, that drunk love. Woo. do just about anything for grimy people. Mm-hmm. The drunk love.
1: Drunk love. Mm. Mm. Sunshine!
0: Mm. Oil field workers in Long Beach found the next victim on August 3rd, 1974, Mm -hmm. manually strangled and fully clothed. Mm -hmm. Besides these details, he was missing a lot of Kraft's calling cards. This victim would later be ID'd as 25-year-old Thomas Peyton Lee, a local waiter and sometime gay hustler. Lee was last seen alive at a Wilmington bar the night before along those same similar but not quite their lines mm-hmm. 9 days later the body of 23 year old Gary Wayne Cordova was discovered right. fully clothed but barefooted in southern orange county his cause of death was an overdose of valium and alcohol hmm. since there was no sock
1: no bananas.
0: there was the, the i guess it wasn't enough for them to think did yeah, it was due related
1: but the volume does. The volume does make it. You
0: would think so, yeah. unless Valium was being prescribed like over prescribed back then, and
1: well, Valium was just a thing to do amongst it was the, like cool homosexual yeah. community. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe it loosens your. Mm-hmm. That's what amyl nitrate did. Widened your your butt a little. Mm, bit. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Mm-hmm. Damn. I mean, you got to figure it out. You got. <laughs> Otherwise, it's gonna hurt. Okay. There was no doubt in police's mind that the serial killer they were looking for was involved in the next one, however. Mm. James Dale Reeves was found on November 29, 1974, nude except for a bloody t-shirt. The gay 19-year-old had last been seen cruising on Thanksgiving Day. His killer left the body with its legs spread and a four-foot-long, three-inch diameter tree limb out of his anus. Right. Weirdly, in December 1974, it seemed there were two killers involved in the murder of John Lyrus, a 17-year-old high school student. Mm-hmm. Lyrus was the youngest victim to date and had vanished on his way to a Long Beach skating rink, excited to try out the new skates he'd got for Christmas.
1: Long Beach Eagle, what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> A couple out walking found John's body floating in the surf off Sunset Beach. Mm-hmm. Lyrus had a wooden surveyor's stake hammered into his rectum. He'd been strangled, while bound and he had alcohol in his system. The reason investigators knew two men were involved with this one? Two sets of male footprints in the Hmm. sand. With Lyrus bound the way he was, he couldn't walk. He was carried to the water. Mm, By two people. Mm. Hey,
1: can you help me with this right quick?
0: (laughs) Drunk love. <laughs> Man, drunk love, bro. No, we'll, we'll get into that one later. Yeah, right, cool. Next time. Ringing in the new year, 1975, construction workers would find 21-year-old Craig Victor Yonitis on January 17th. Mm-hmm. He was strangled to death near a Long Beach motel on the PCH. Like many of the others, he was fully clothed but barefoot. But unlike the others, Craig was wearing two pairs of pants, one over the other. The killer left nothing else behind. Hmm. Now, Herschel, we all know what happens when a killer starts dropping bodies in multiple counties. It's task force time.
1: Yeah, it's all the same. It's a serial killer.
0: It's a serial killer. Task force time. Always with the task force. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, they gotta guess. They gotta dress it up for the media.
0: Oh, yes. That's exactly what it is. It's a circus. Mm -hmm. It's a five-ringed circus. On January 24th, 1975, the Fellowship met in Santa Ana. This particular Rivendell saw detectives from L.A., Mm. Long Beach, Seal Beach, Irvine, and Huntington Beach, along with sheriff's officers from Orange, Imperial, and San Bernardino counties. Mm. Also in attendance were an FBI profiler from Quantico, special investigator from the California State's Attorney General's Office, Mm -hmm. and several forensic psychologists. Several of the murders were compared and contrasted at this initial meeting but none offered any case-breaking leads. Mm. Dr. E. Mansell Patterson offered this up as the initial profile for the killer. A man who desires to be masculine, but doesn't feel masculine. The gnawing at the victim's nipples and penis were a way for the killer to make them symbolically female. Mm. I don't know. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. The organization of the task force made no immediate impact on the frequency of the killings. Uh Uh-huh. On the evening of March 29, 1975, Kraft lured two youths, Keith Crotwell and Kent May, from a Long Beach parking lot into his Ford Mustang. The youths were given beer and Valium as Kraft drove in an apparently random, aimless manner around Belmont Shore and Seal Beach. May later recalled feeling catatonic as a result of the Valium and alcohol he had ingested before he passed out. In the parking lot where Crotwell and May had last been seen, two friends of the boys observed a distinct black and white Mustang pull in and stop before the driver leaned across, opened the door, and pushed the unconscious, but otherwise unharmed, May out onto the pavement. Mm-hmm. It's just one of them. Just May, yep. Because he don't like them
1: conscience. And you would notice that. The Mustang cards. It's
0: a black and white Mustang. Yeah, they're
1: gonna... Even though this... You, you know, at night and shit, whatever, dude, that's a car that sticks out. And you you uh, hear that motherfucker, bro. That was dumb.
0: Dude wanted to get caught. The driver then sped away from the scene. Uh As he did so, the friends noted Crotwell slumped against the unknown driver's shoulder in the passenger seat. Hmm. On May 8th, Crotwell's skull was found on a jetty close to the Long Beach Marina. Hmm. The remainder of his body was found six months later. After hearing the news, the two friends of Crotwell and May, who suspected that the murderer was a patron of a Belmont Shore gay bar, mm-hmm. searched their neighborhood for the distinctive Mustang. Hell yeah. They found the car less than a mile from their home, bro, wrote down the plate number, and gave the information to police. The vehicle was registered to Randy Kraft. Of course.
1: Bro, you're... That's... He wanted to get caught. You think so? You bro, think part bro. of him wanted
0: wanted it to be over?
1: Come on now. Even with us, right? Let's say somebody in your neighborhood—they got a nice car—and you roll by your neighbor, and you're gonna—you're gonna see that car. You're gonna yeah. notice that car.
0: Mm-hmm. And it then if out. I see it kicking out a boy, yeah, exactly. I could even show you a picture. Have you seen yep. this car? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. I see
1: him riding around here all the
0: time. Mm-hmm. Long Beach PD questioned him about the abduction and Kraft admitted to giving Crotwell a ride because Mm -hmm. the teen wanted to see how fast the Mustang could go. Mm -hmm. But Kraft let Crotwell off alive and well at an all-night cafe. Detectives right there wanted to charge Kraft with murder, but the L.A. prosecutor said no. Yeah, they won't get him. Not enough evidence, nobody, no known cause of death.
1: They wouldn't have got him.
0: Just a piece of skull isn't going to do you. They wouldn't have got him, but he
1: probably thinking, we'll get him. We'll just beat him. And then this police force is like, ain't probably on with how this police force yep. operates. And they're yep. like, all right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll wait. Because they would have got him. They would have got him. But the others are like,
0: by law, we ain't going to get him. No, I get it. Trust me. This was too close for Kraft's comfort. <laughs> He'd almost been caught. At this point, he was working as a computer operator for a charter flight company at Long Beach Airport, Mm. and after this latest near-miss, Kraft's chronic stomach pains and migraines went into overdrive, and now insomnia joined the party. Mm. In June 75, Kraft was arrested for misdemeanor lewd conduct in Cherry Park. Soon after, his employer did some conveniently timed downsizing and laid him off. Mm. This was no worry. His expertise in computers would land him a job yeah. quickly with a new consulting firm.
1: This fucking IQ, bro, yeah, he'll be fine as far as job goes.
0: And being a computer guy in the 70s when yeah. that shit was cutting, bleeding-edge technology. Right. And people had no... You think yeah. old people are bad at computers now at work? Imagine back then. Mm. Oof. Whew. However, he only needed eight months to get over this near miss. Another murder occurred on Halloween of that year. Mm -hmm. -year 21-year-old Gene Walters was killed in L.A. County. Mm -hmm. Two months later, on New Year's Eve, Kraft committed arguably the most horrific of his killings. Mm -hmm. 22-year-old Mark Hall disappeared from a party in San Juan Capistrano. Mm -hmm. Off-duty officers would find his body on January 3rd, In the Cleveland National Forest. Mm. Mark was nude and tied to a sapling. He'd been tortured and sodomized before his death. His legs had been all slashed up with a knife. His eyes, face, chest, and genitals were burnt with a cigarette lighter. Mm. A cocktail swizzler stick had been jammed so hard up the penis that it entered the bladder. His testicles had been severed and shoved up his anus along with dirt and leaves. And his BAC was close to seven times the legal limit. That alone would have been a lethal dose of alcohol, but the killer made sure Mark was dead by shoving more dirt and leaves down his throat. Didn't they do, um, Oh My Homie
1: like that in the wire?
0: Yeah, they burned him all up. Mm -hmm. They put cigarettes in his eyes. Wow. They did it just like this. They slashed him up and everything. Yeah. I think they stuck something up his ass too. They did. Dude. Brandon. They took this. Maybe they took it from this case itself. Crazy shit. Wow. We, gotta, you, we
1: already got to be on, We always got to be on the wire. Always. So come...
0: <laughs> <laughs> always. Yeah, yeah they bro. did Brandon dirty. Yeah, they
1: did Brandon bogus, because they could have easily just killed Fam, and I guess that's what Omar was saying, too.
0: Fucked up Wallace, too.
1: Yeah, they did fuck Wallace
0: up. Got him killed.
1: Yeah, they did.
0: Randy Kraft's relationship with his boyfriend, Jeff Graves, deteriorated mm-hmm. during the initial police investigation. By the end of 75, they'd broken up, and Randy was living with 19-year-old Jeff Seelig in a Laguna Beach apartment. Although neither man was inclined towards monogamy, mm-hmm. the couple considered their relationship permanent. Seelig later told investigators that he and Kraft regularly picked up and propositioned hitchhikers, who, if willing, would accompany them back to the apartment for a threesome. Mm. However, Seelig was adamant that Kraft had never been violent towards him and that he had never seen him display violent tendencies. Around the same time, the killer began targeting younger and younger victims. I guess he was building up that rage with his boyfriend, Selig, but not actually taking it out on them, and then actually taking it out on young boys on his own. Mm. I don't know.
1: You don't know what is the logic behind this shit.
0: Also, while still dumped along the highways, many victims were stuffed into trash bags sometimes left in dumpsters, and only discovered when the bags tore apart at pickup time. All told, some nine slangs are confirmed for the year 1976, Damn. with God knows how many others being driven off to the dump mm. or the incinerator in bags that didn't rip.
1: How many motherfuckers just overlooked
0: that shit? Like, I didn't I didn't see oh, that. Oh, easy.
1: It would be easy to, because it's trash. I did not see that. Yep. That may have looked like an arm, but there was a bunch of trash in Here's there. Here's the man. thing.
0: If I'm working on a trash truck, I have no idea. I've never done it. Mm-hmm. But trash makes me sick. It See, makes me want to vomit. So I, anytime not the trash it. is open, I'm not going to look at it. I'm not going to sniff it. I got you. Yeah. Like when I open a dumpster, I like... Yeah, you... I'd put my head in the next county if I can.
1: Your fingerprints is all over the garbage can, and you didn't say there's dead body in it? I don't look in a trash can, bro. What you want me to say?
0: Throw the fuck up. 1976's first victim was 13-year-old Oliver Peter Molitor, whose body was found in Manhattan Beach on March 21st. Mm Mm-hmm. Two and a half weeks later, April 7th, 17-year-old Kenneth Eugene Buchanan was dumped in Inglewood. Larry Armendaris, 14, turned up in Los Angeles on April 19th, followed by the Redondo Beach discovery of 13-year-old Michael Craig McGee on June 11th. Mm. October's victim was 16-year-old Randall Lawrence Moore, left in a trash bag along Highway 80 east of El Cajon. Paul Fuchs, 19, vanished from Redondo Beach on December 10th, and was never seen again. Other victims were dumped at Borrego Hot Springs and near Calexico on the Mexican border. Authorities remained baffled, unable to match their handful of meager clues to any known suspects. Mm -hmm. We're going to pick up in part two with California police, distracted in 1977 by the surrender of Patrick Kearney Hmm. and his subsequent confession to the trash bag murders of 28 young men. So during 1977... They thought a lot of these would be solved by Patrick being caught, since some of these bodies were found in trash bags. Murderous. Kearney's victims were typically shot in the head, though, and he balked at claiming victims who were tortured. He he didn't, Patrick didn't torture. He yeah, shot him, yeah, put him in the bag, absolutely. and dumped him.
1: Shooting him in the head is definitely, that's not torture.
0: Impersonal. It's yeah. much more impersonal than knives mm-hmm. and strangling. Actually, when you re- can look someone in the throat. I, I definitely mean rather eye.
1: somebody shoot me in the head and torture me.
0: Clearly, yeah. do it. Hurry. After a moratorium of sorts, the brutal highway murders resumed following Patrick's arrival at San Quentin prison mm. in early seventy-eight. But Kraft hadn't stopped killing. His kills had simply been overshadowed by the arrest and prosecution of Kearney. Oh, okay. That's where we're gonna pick up. That's where we're gonna pick up. Patrick <laughs> is in San Quentin. The the the, the, the <clears throat> trash bag killer. Mm-hmm. He was shooting guys in the head, mm-hmm. dumping them on the road. They think, hey, this guy, he's probably the one that's been doing these course, stranglings and stuff. they don't
1: want to do their job anymore.
0: Just want to lump it all in. Yeah.
1: We found the boogeyman. We did. That yeah, this motherfucker's still on the loose. And listen, like you said, it's not the same M.O., though. Not, but it's close. It, 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 that's the case. Why is the task force out here if it's not the same M.O.? So, obviously, we're we not doing
0: our jobs. Mm. Herschel, I love it. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for all of us here at the Bubble mm-hmm. Butt Podcast. My name's Adam. A bomb. That's been hers. A bomb. And you know we're going to see you next time. Yes. Sorry about the delay. There's just been a lot of bullshit going mm-hmm. on. But I promise you, the schedule will return. Mm-hmm. We'll be back to weekly uploads mm-hmm. in no time. So give, sure, just, a, just give your boy a break over here, all right? Give me a little break. You know what I mean? I'm working. You know, th- Dad just yeah. called me in the middle of recording. And he's got no bladder no more. All right, boys, we will see you next time for another action packed. Yeah. Fun episode. Yeah, bye. Bye bye. Yep.